Good evening, everyone. I'm Doug, here with Bleacher Brawls, and I got my buddy, Barnier. What up, what up? Barnier, what are we talking about tonight? We are talking Yankees baseball, everyone. We are talking Yankees baseball. Wow. Uh, and some other good. stuff, but the headline yeah. definitely is Yankees baseball. Yankees baseball. Oh, I'm I'm so fired up, Doug. I'm so fired up. So last time we did the Doug and Barn show it was on last Monday, so a week ago from yesterday, and the division round hadn't started yet. I know we talked on on Sunday on our podcast. Um, you want to give us a just a quick rundown of what happened? Man, it was it was interesting. The the series was back and forth. Uh, the mm, I think we lost Barnes here. Did I lose your Barnes? I think I may have lost Barnes. All right. Well, I'll continue by myself until Barnes comes back. Um. We had four series. We had the Yankees and Guardians, who we are in game five right now as we're recording. It is bottom of the eighth, and the Yankees are winning 5-1 on the back of a... week for New York baseball. Ooh, all right, Barnes. We lost you like halfway through. (laughs) Wow. This is making me uh, doubt the powers of the Twitter space. Um, the uh, It's been a week-long journey for these two teams. Uh, Yankees won game one. Guardians won two and three. Yankees win game four. The original day for game five got rained out, and now we're here live of this recording, and they are currently playing game five. Yes. Um and Terry Francona is going to have a lot of questions to answer if the Guardians do not win this game. Like, should he have started Bieber? There was one play that Rizzo had to dive into the bag, and the runner was, completely, was clearly safe, and that play was not challenged. Tito going to be on the hot seat for this? I feel like he's got to be. You know, I think if you're a Guardians fan, you're really upset with what's going on. And I mean, as a New York fan, I hear a lot of buzz that people are like, oh, man, boom, we got to get rid of boom. We got to get rid of boom. And as we've joked on the podcast is that there's a, it's not really boom to boon to blame. It's this uh, thing called the spreadsheet that we blame quite a bit. Yeah. But I feel like Francona doesn't have a spreadsheet to go off of. I feel like Francona operates on, you know, his instincts and, you know, like his general know-how of the game. He's been in the game a long time. He's probably one of the better managers in history, probably. You know, I'd say so. He's pretty freaking good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think he just got it wrong. So I got to assume mm-hmm. he's probably on the hot seat. 
You know, I I don't think they just ax him, but he's on the hot seat for sure. I mean, these are things that anybody could see. Like, who's who's, you know, everyone's saying start Bieber. You know, the Yankees are starting Nestor on three days rest, right? I think. Don't hear what I'm not saying. Starting Bieber is the right move. Yes, that's first and foremost. That is the right move. I understand where it may have come from that he wanted to go Savali today. And I think it's because in 2021, Bieber had a lot of arm issues. And I don't think he wants to run Bieber into the ground, like, too early. Yeah. So I, I, and for the, for the better part of the year, I think Savali has been pretty solid. So, like, more than serviceable. Obviously, in a matchup where he's probably pitching – when he was pitching against Cortez, it's definitely not the right move. But I get it. Yeah, I mean, it's like we had a rain out, right? And we knew we knew Bieber was not going to pitch on two days rest. You know, nobody's going to pitch on two days rest. Nobody's going to start a game on two days rest, okay? Put it that way. Nobody's going to start a game on two days rest, right? Um, then you get a rain out, and then that two days rest goes to three days rest, and you're like, well... Three days rest is doable. Now, this is just a talking point, right? I'm not trying to say that the Yankees won this game because Bieber didn't start. The Yankees won this game because they're, well, what it looks like the Yankees are going to win this game uh, is because they scored five runs and the Guardians only scored one. Yeah, I mean, it's – it's. I think the story of Cleveland has been they left too many runners on base. And obviously – and we've talked about this on the podcast proper. And if you're – hey, if you're listening live or, you know, you're listening to the podcast now, if you want to listen to old episodes, feel free to either scroll back on your podcast app of choice or uh, go to bleacherbrawls.com where we have everything archived there. Um, but we've talked about it. It's just – a great way to lose the game is just too many runners left on. If you got guys in runners in scoring position and you can't even move them over, like that's that's just huge. Yeah, they, you know, and that's a no brainer. But it feels like the Guardians have done that too often with too many runners, not just like one guy on, but like two guys on. Yeah, um, pretty much all night they've been. They get a guy on, and then they get a ground ball right at someone or a fly out or a strikeout. I mean, they had bases loaded and Jose Ramirez up. And I mean, take a sack fly. It's a run, but I mean, a single is two runs. A home run is four, (laughs) you know? And um, it's like, he kind of wasn't able to get it done really. And he's really their only offense. I look at this team now, and I'm like, how how are they here? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, on a previous Doug and Barnes episode, we were kind of talking about, like, my guys. Yeah. And we had a, a couple, like, obvious rules where we were like, hey, obviously you're not going to pick a guy like Jose Ramirez or Aaron Judge to be uh, – we wanted to highlight some of the lower-level players. And we had a really hard time doing that. 
Yeah. You know, my guy, you're my guy with Stephen Kwan, who's been awesome. I think he's had a, he has had a hit every game. Yeah. In the, in the Yankee series. Seems like he's on base in the first inning all the time. He's, he's a guy who I just feel like he is Ichiro light. And you're like, oh, well, oh, oh Kwan's up. Oh, he's going to get on base. I don't know how, but he's going to get on base. Whether it be a walk, whether it be an actual hit. You know, and, you know, Ahmed Rosario has been pretty good this series. Ramirez has been, I think, really good. I think he's just had, like, obviously tonight it's going to get highlighted as him, like, struggling because he couldn't move runners over or, you know. But, and he's the the star. He's the star power. But you need these other guys to come through. And I think they're just a young team that, you know, I, I was looking at this one thing or hearing it on air, and it was like, uh, Arcia, I think his last name is Arcia. Uh, I'm just gonna. Yeah, something like that. The first baseman, right? Uh, so Barnes, if you can hear me, you kind of cut out again. Seem to be having a little bit of trouble here with Barnes. Um, so I'll take this moment. So I didn't introduce. There we go. I got your back. Uh-oh. Give me a moment, Barnes, and you could go back to saying what you were saying. Um, I'm going to take this moment to introduce Bleacher Brawls. I'm Doug from Bleacher Brawls. Barnes is with me. We are part of Bleacher Brawls. However, on Tuesday nights, as part of our podcast, there is a podcast episode, we do the Doug and Barnes show. We do it every Tuesday. Our goal is to have as many people come and join us and talk about stuff as we can get. Last week we had a huge turnout, and it was great. Um, hopefully we get some people at the end of this, and you know we can uh, have a, an even better time. But I'm just as happy just talking to Barnes. Um, we're everywhere, bleacherbrawls.com, Twitter, we're right here at Bleacher Brawl. We're on YouTube. You can find us anywhere. We do a lot of cool stuff. Check us out. Let us know what you think. All right, Barnes, you were talking about the first baseman. Yeah, I think? Arias. Yeah, he had. Yeah. He only had like how he had like forty-seven at bats or something like that throughout the regular season. Like he still qualifies and, to be a rookie next year. Like they're not. Yeah, they, and, like you know they have this team is just so young and. and you, you like this team is definitely built to get here next year. You know, it it's just seems like they won on the back of pitching, and when Francona doesn't choose to go with his best pitcher, it just highlights the fact that he's an idiot. Yeah. Uh, Washington TV now, bottom of or sorry, top of the ninth, showing Garrett Cole warming up. <laughs> yeah, I think it's literally just contingency plan. Like, hey, if if somehow Peralta like blew up, walked a guy, hit a batsman, and gave up a hit, okay, Garrett Cole just come in here and just put it to bed. <laughs> That's it. That's all it is. Yeah, but um, yeah. Shout out to the Yankees who've, you know, Garrett Cole, uh, in my opinion, has completely erased any doubt, you know, that he had in the past about not being a big game pitcher because he's had 
He won. Yankees won game one and four. Those are the games he started. Um, and the games he didn't start, they lost, except what looks like will be this one. Um, so what do you think about Garrett Cole? Garrett Cole's an absolute monster. He, he needs more respect. Obviously, I think he gets the the tag of, like, oh, he's the playoff choker because last year he had that really bad game, blah, blah, blah. But I think this this postseason, you know, against the, the Guardians, and people will go, it was the Guardians. They have no one on their team. He still has to go out there and pitch those games. And he pitched great games. He went seven innings in both. Like, what more can you ask from the ace? Yeah. Who really stepped up and really, you know, he had a lot of pressure, you know, coming down on him. So I think he roasted the occasion and got it done. Yeah. Uh, watching this right now, it's, you know, everyone is mocking Josh Naylor and his whole baby cradle thing. Uh, what are your takes on that? I'm Listen, if you're going to do something like that, when you, obviously, if you're unaware, you're probably aware because you're a huge Yankee fan listening to the show, is Josh Naylor gets a big hit. Uh, was it a home run? Yeah, it, it was. was a home run. And he looked over at the pitcher and started making a, a cradle rocking gesture with his arms as he's running around the bases. If you're going to do a celebration like that and then you strike out or or ground out or just get out, people the the fans are going to give you the business. So, I get it. I was actually, you know, I saw a, a meme today or I I got to find it. I'm going to find it and retweet it. Uh there was a guy who blew up that picture of Naylor making the cradle sign, but he posted a giant L over it because he was going to be cradling a loss today. Yeah. I mean, they even went on to lose that game. It's like, you lost the game and you did something that's stupid. It's like, come on, really, dude? If you're going to do something like that, make sure you win the game. Uh Uh-oh, when we got a base hit. Infield hit for Arias, the first baseman you were just talking about. Congratulations, young man. Uh, <laughs> hopefully hopefully you do it again next year. <laughs> yeah, it's like, how did they not? It's like, I look up and down the lineup still, and it's like, they have no one. And it's like, how did they get here? How did no other team take advantage of this team who's just like, there's just nobody. And I mean, their pitching was kind of exposed too, because even in games two and three that they won, their the starting pitching was good, but not great. Just uh, as much as good as it was in the previous series. Let me preface it with that. Uh, Bieber and McKenzie were not as good, and Cal Quantrill both of his games. Um, the Yankees came in here and they did their job, man. Yeah, I, I think it was one of those things where I, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to formulate it better, best so I don't sound like a freaking idiot. But yeah, no, the, the strength was the pitching and then it got exposed a little bit. And, you know, I kind of, we kind of t- touched on, on it a little bit that the Guardians' recipe for success is to win a game one nothing, You know, yeah. like, they're not a team that can put up five, six, seven runs. 
So I, I right. you know, as soon as you, as soon as like another team can put up four runs, it really puts the Guardians in a tough position because they don't necessarily have that ability up and down the lineup like the Yankees do. Absolutely. Um. Yeah, so I I don't want to change subjects as, you know, they're, you know, the the last of the ninth is up as uh, Quan strikes out. No, that's not Quan. Who was that? But two outs. So the Yankees are an out from heading to the ALCS to face Houston. And I probably, me personally, probably won't even be watching it. <laughs> yeah, I don't even blame you. You're you're a little bit more invested in the uh, National League side, I think, right? Are you? Would you say you're more um, invested in the National League side or the American League side? I, I'm normally in the American League. It's just two teams that I don't really care to see there. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh, now, Doug, who do you... Who would you rather win the series, the Astros or the Yankees? I wow! You set Luke up for disaster the other day, so now I got to set you up for disaster. So shout out to Luke. This one's for you. Yeah, but this is different. Cause I don't. I'm. I'm not normally like, you know. I don't. I don't just have a loathe for the Yankees like he does. <laughs> yeah, you don't poo-poo on them as much. Yeah. Um, I would probably say the Yankees because I, I just can't stand the Astros. The Astros just bother me even more. So, yeah, I mean, it's one thing like, hey, if you're the Red Sox and you lose and the Yankees go on and win it all, you're like, yeah, you know, we it's like, can you can you write the narrative of, yeah, we came in last place because, you know, the World Series champion or a team that got to the World Series was in our division. So, of course, we were going to finish him last. You know what I mean? Like, do you think that some people can salvage that narrative, even though it's stupid? Yeah, but you can bet that, um, ooh, and a base hit, first and second. Um, but you can bet I'm rooting for the national, you know, whatever National League team uh, advances to the World Series to win. You could bet that. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's just disappointing. <laughs> it's disappointing to see that if the Yankees get there, they'll rip your heart out. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm hoping they do because I'm a Yankee fan. But, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, we're can we can we say that the team that, quote, should be there is going to get there? Uh, you mean the Yankees? Yeah, over the Guardians. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, the Yankees are supposed to be there, and that's what and they're there. baseball wanted, you know. And that's it. There's the final out. Yankees Boom! Are- Cue the party music. Uh, balloons are falling down on my house. Uh, rave party. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, they they definitely belong to be there over the Guardians. Um, the, the Guardians just, you know, you can you can ride a long time on good pitching, but eventually you're going to have to score runs. And if you can't score runs, like the Guardians just can't score runs. So I agree. The Yankees are the team that should be there. And uh, good for them. 
All right. Um, anything else before we kind of uh, look at the rest of? Uh, no, I I think something that we need to address is the scheduling, like the like yeah. the. I think that we need to touch on that. Yeah. So if you guys don't know, uh, after game one, they had an off day, just so. Um, and so they had an off day after game one that, which is not a travel day so that, and then they did not have a travel day or they would not have had a travel day after game four, going back to New York, which completely, I think screwed everything up because then your, um, your game two starter would have four full days of rest. It'd have an off day. After game two, game three, game four, then an off travel day. That's four four days of rest. And then you 100% can start your game two starter in game five. But the whole weirdness of scheduling kind of messed that up. So that's what Barnes is talking about with the scheduling. You know, and the... The two rainouts in the series did not help at all. It just made it seem even longer and more uh, just disjointed and, you know, whatever. Um, so what what are your thoughts on it? Uh, I mean, the weather's a – you can't predict the weather, but I think you need yeah. to build that in for the – I really do think that the off day after game one is stupid. Um, I think you got to build in the off days as the series goes on. Because baseball uh, is playing game day in and day out. I understand it's the playoffs and you're trying to get some rest between games and trying to feature the American League one day and the National League another day. Kinda. But it just it didn't work out that well. I think it'll have to be revisited for next year for sure. Yeah, and I I hope, you know, this was only, um, this only came about due to the lockout. And, you know, I just hope it doesn't happen again next year because it, it it was kind of annoying. You know, just so they could get their ratings up and have baseball every day that they, they're screwing with, you know, they're screwing with, um, uh, I want to say agenda, the not agendas, but routines. They're screwing with some routines, and it, you know, it's like we do we play three games in a row all year at least, right? And then all of a sudden we're going to go and have a game off after one game. It's just strange. Yeah, I think the people that get thrown off most with that might be. Actually, it might not be that that bad because I was going to say the pitchers might get thrown off because, you know, they they obviously have their routine where they go, like, all right, go out and I pitch a game. Oh, and then I do this the next couple of days. So uh, maybe I'm thinking maybe the hitters are really getting thrown off. But, you know, and you kind of saw it in the early goings, at least, with the extra time from, like, the teams that got the buys where they're kind of bigger hitters weren't really doing all too much. You know, the Braves and the Dodgers got knocked out. So 
I don't know. I don't have the answers yet. I'm going to make sure I actually focus and try to figure it out. But <laughs> like, it, it's such a weird, like, conver- like the fact that we're having this conversation. Yeah, I think is what MLB also wants because now just random people are talking about it. Where you might be listening on a podcast and you know you're talking about it at the water cooler at work, and now you sound smart because you're like, "Oh, well, did you know this?" Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. What what what's your opinion on it? It's like you play a game, then you have an off day, then you play a game, then you have an off day for travel. So in four days, we only played two games. I mean, that's very strange. It's very yeah. strange. It, it took a week for the Yankees and Guardians to play a five-game series. Yeah. And that also featured a rain out. So it may have been like six days, really. But five, like, I don't know. It doesn't feel right for the playoffs. It doesn't feel right, especially for baseball, because you want that action every day. I mean, a seven-game series should only take 10 days. There's no reason a five-game series should take six days. Right? Hell, yeah, I mean, it's been seven. So, I mean, granted, obviously the rain out, so you build that in. Yeah. But, yeah. So there, let's, let's call it six. Let's call it six, yeah. But, yeah, there's no reason. Uh, no, I mean, five five games in six days sounds about right, obviously. But it just it felt longer than it probably was. Does that make sense? Yeah, a hundred percent. I like it. It feels like I've been rooting for the series for too long, and I've been stressed out too long. Because I think today was supposed to be an off day, right? Yeah, today would have been an off day. Today was supposed to be an off day, and so now then the series was supposed to start tomorrow. Yeah, exactly. I think it's still scheduled to start for tomorrow, right? So, it's a quick turnaround, so yep. So now know, for the Yankees have to fly to Houston and play tomorrow, and not have a day off. Yeah, this is shaking out. I don't like how it's shaking out for Houston. They've got too much of a little advantage going on here. But okay. hey, I get it. That's what you get for being that good in baseball. So the other issue with the playoffs this year, right, and. Now we can say we've seen all four series end, right? And we've seen the two series on the National League end with the one and two seeds both getting eliminated, right? And people are just like, why is, you know, why do we now, why do we have to watch the five and six seed? And either the five or six seed is going to get to go to the play, the World Series and not the one or the two seed. It's like, well, the one and the two seed sucked, right? Clearly it's not. Clearly, it didn't affect the uh, the American League because the one and the two seed are there. Yeah, it was weird so, timing, uh, you know, for the Braves too, with you know Strider, you know, dealing with his little injury. You know, the Dodgers look. I want to say the Dodgers look like crap. Like yeah. I'll go on and say it, the Dodgers look like crap. Yeah, best team yeah. in baseball. No, 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 no. They they look like. They looked like crap. Like, I mean, granted, they had their own little pitching issue. Like, who'd they run out there in their games? You know, you could say that. But, you know, you got to you gotta adapt. You know, I think that's what, that's what baseball really is about. It's about the day-to-day adaptation. Right. And I know we mentioned this on the 
on the pod on Sunday, I think, but does winning the most games in, in baseball get you anything? Like they won 110 games. Does it get you anything? As we welcome in Tony here. What's up, Tony? What's up, Kasim? Hey, if you have anything you want to say, feel free just to request to speak, and we'll get you in here for sure. Um, obviously, Kasim, I know you're a big-time Yankee guy. Um, so, you know, whenever you want to talk, we'll get you in here, talk Yankees baseball, baby. Hey, Burns, congrats, man. We did it. We did it. How you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. We just got through the series. That's what counts. It wasn't pretty, but it's there. We're there. We're at the next. Step. We should have. We should have ended them uh, game four if it wasn't for yeah. game three decisions. Yeah, I absolutely agree. That was it. Was really tough to deal with that, you know, load of business. But the the point is, we're there. Yeah. You know, and I I want to say that the Yankees bats I think are starting to come alive. I don't know. What do you, what are your thoughts? Yeah, they're coming alive. Stanton, Judge, Torres doing well. Um, you know, a few of the other guys got to pick up. I just got to find out who's on the roster now with with the Hicks injury. We got to figure out what's gonna happen. Um, and then uh, we'll figure out. Uh, you know, just I know Montas and Marinacci are coming back. We got to see what Lemayhu. I know Benatendi might be out. And uh, look, I'm just, I'm just hoping we win. I'm hoping we beat the Astros, take out the trash cans, and just like I said, the Padres will beat the Dodgers. I said them five. The Phillies shocked me by beating the Braves. Kasim, I remember uh, as we welcome in Tony and Joey here. I'll get to you in a minute. Uh, I remember last Monday when we had when you we, you were last on the Doug and Barnes show, and I, I I asked the question, and I remember you answering specifically. I said nobody expected the Phillies to beat the Cardinals, and and then I said, do the Phillies have a chance against Atlanta? And do you remember what we all kind of said? Yeah, <laughs> we said. Not a chance, but you still got to play the games, right? So yeah. there is a, there is a chance, but there's not a chance, right? Yeah. And bats step up, and they wow, did. and they did. I think I re- I I remember the recording. I even listened to it myself. I just said it's up to the Phillies. You know, they got a pitch, they got a, the bullpen. And if their bats light up, they could be dangerous. I said they had the second best lineup in baseball besides the Dodgers and. You know they 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 did Atlanta very well. They yeah, absolutely. All right, let me get to uh, Tony. Joey, I'll get to you in a second. Tony, what's up, man? What do you got to say? Hey, man. Um, I'm a diehard baseball fan. If I had to pick a team, I'm an Orioles fan. Um, I'm definitely a Yankee hater. What'd you um, say? You're an Orioles fan? Yeah, I'm an Orioles fan. Yeah, buddy. Um, All right. Um, but here's the thing: watching the playoffs. Um, I I was surprised by the Phillies just because I don't think they have any pitching. So if they don't score six, seven, eight runs, it's going to be kind of hard for them to keep moving forward. But at the same time, um, you know, with the Yankees, there's only one Yankee I'm afraid of, and it's not Aaron Judge. It's Giancarlo Stanton. That dude's a beast in October. Yeah. 
And, um, you know, Judge really has not produced in October over his career. And, um, but I wasn't surprised by the result of the game today. Uh, however, I still don't see the Yankees getting past the Astros at all. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think Jarlo yeah, Stanton hit this uh, only this uh, unicorn, as uh, what it Dong calls it, you know, the Yankee Stadium home run. Uh, that you know that gave him three runs in the first inning. Uh, yeah. Judge followed up with a home run. Also, um, if Judge if if Stanton gets hot, Stanton couldn't carry this team. Hundred percent, you're a hundred percent right with that. But I think Stanton's more cold than he is hot. But if he is hot, he's you know, and if he's just getting hot now, he'll be hot for a week or two, and that'll carry him through the playoffs. So. I, I think it all depends on if, if Stanton can carry uh carry a hot streak here. Uh glad you're glad you're an Orioles fan. I'm I am a Red Sox fan, but I, I I live in Baltimore right now. And um how how do you not like the Orioles this this year? They're gonna be great. So um, you know, starting next year on these Doug and Barn shows, we will definitely be talking about the Orioles a lot. So we hope to have you. You can, uh, by all means, please stick around. Uh, I am going to welcome in Joey, though. Joey. Hey, Doug. Hey, Barnes. What's up, Joey? Uh, you know, the MLP is rigged, man. Like, they rigged, <laughs> they rigged it so badly. It's rigged. I've what, been like waiting for this. How they rigged this. the Braves in there? I've, hey. see, I've been seeing this all over Twitter this afternoon, and I've been waiting for it. It's just it's it's painful. It's I mean I I knew Cleveland wasn't going to win this game. I just the MLB was not going to let that go down. And and in Cleveland, I mean they just choke. But yeah. I mean when they moved the game yesterday so they could have a rested bullpen and it's just you know it's sad because it would have honestly been interesting to see you know what a team like Cleveland could have done against the Astros. But instead, we're just going to have to. We're gonna have to force the Astros to beat the Yankees again and put them to sleep. Oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> Let me give you a little from a Yankee take. I've been a Yankees fan since 1990. I'm gonna tell you something. My condolences. It's okay. <laughs> all, I'm, all I'm saying is, and I'm saying this as a Yankee, and I'm being honest. And even um, Barnes, they all been uh, listening to me. This series should have never went five. This series should have ended in Game Four. It should have been a sweep. Yankees blew their chances, and Boone cost them Game Three, and I'm here to tell you that they cost them Game Three. But yeah, let me um, even though, and if everybody said that you know the thing got rigged for the Yankees, uh, that's untrue because uh, actually the Indians were more rested than the Yankees. They had a full loaded bullpen compared to us. I was praying Nestor would go nine innings so they didn't use one person. See now we gotta we won, we gotta go to the next round. I'm praying on a Tyone. Uh, God knows what stuff he's bringing, but. Look, I think, I think MLB has been waiting for the Yankees and Astros to get back at each other. So, this is what they want. This is what baseball wants. This is what baseball wants, and baseball got what it wanted. But Joey, I, if you look at it, if you look at it, don't you think baseball, <laughs> don't you think baseball would want the Dodgers there, the Mets there, which we all thought was going to happen, and then they ended up with the Phillies and Padres. <laughs> don't I you think? think? I, I think the MLB is uh, much more okay with the Phillies and Padres than it would be with uh, Cleveland. <laughs> In the pennant, Joey's, Joey's Joey's gonna say because the Dodgers and 
because the Braves aren't there, because the Mets aren't there, Look, then they had to put the Yankees in. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a it's been a great playoffs. I'm not gonna. Some would say that, Doug. Some would say that, and, and of course, like I don't think I don't think, and no one thinks this that every aspect of every game is rigged. But it's like the NBA. It's like the NBA. The NBA used to massage, you know, try to have massage games in a direction to get it to a game seven. Yeah. Or make a certain team win a series, and MLB is not that egregious because it just the sport doesn't have like the referees or the umpires don't have uh, the power to do that. But certainly, the MLB gave its little push, its little nudge to try and give the Yankees an advantage going into Game Five. But Joe, honestly, you know the MLB scheduling kind of, besides the lockout and everything, it kind of. It kind of screwed up by not letting the Yankees play game one and game two between Yankees and Cleveland. They should have played two days in a row, to be honest with you. There yeah. was no need for that day off. That's what I believe. That, like, that, being, said, that being said, though, I really do like the new format of the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Aside like from that day off, everything else I think was great. I love the best out of three. I'm glad it's not a one-game knockout. I, it gives team chances. I like it. But, you know, I'm just talking about, you know, just from this series. Like, the Yankees, they were off for, like, about a week, seven, eight days. They should have played game one, game two, back-to-back. I mean, they, they just should have not, never took a day off right after game one. That was just ridiculous. Wait, how long are they going to be off until the pennant? What pennant? They're playing tomorrow. They play tomorrow. Yeah, they play tomorrow. <laughs> they play tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I was so going to normally, normally, they would have had uh, today off, but because of the ringing out, they had to play today. Good. So they would have had one day off, which was today, and then they would have played tomorrow. Who's going? Who's going for the Astros? Verlander. Probably Verlander. Verlander, the Yankee killer versus Tyone. They're completely. They're completely arrested. Uh, yeah. Verlander versus okay. Tyone. I like that match. And Alvarez, Alvarez is going to have a field day. Well, yeah. Uh, I, mean, well, I mean, just the the, the Astros are the. Uh, you know they 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 do the they do the Lord's work. They beat the Yankees. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right. But also, okay, also, okay, guys. okay, guys. So you. What about us. the what about the Dodgers though? Let me tell you something. I watched that whole series with the Dodgers, and they just completely shit the bed. I just wanted to bring that up because the, the that was just horrible. You know, I, to go I into the playoffs. I, I I was reading uh something, and this was like a year ago, but there is some statistic out there where. Teams that lose the uh, the season series against another team when they meet them in the playoffs are more likely to beat them because uh, presumably, like the other team underestimates them and assumes that they won't beat them. Uh, they assume that they'll beat them again. But that that's that's a phenomenon in sports. Huh. Uh, it it really is crazy though that L.A. and I think I, I mean I was rooting against who was rooting for L.A. in that series, not me. I don't. I don't think anyone was. No one was. So no one wanted them to win anyway. Except so for MLB. Except for MLB. But you know what? MLB's oh, MLB's a lot more okay with San Diego being in the in the uh, in the pennant than Cleveland. <laughs> a lot more okay with that. I mean, San Diego and Philadelphia are two you know very major big cities with 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 lots of industry and and and, and commerce and big fan bases. Uh, Cleveland. Well, I think it's beautiful. Is not a part of that for the MLB. Oh, my Uber Eats is here. I gotta go. All right. I'll, see. Uh, I'll welcome in uh, postseason depression. Yeah. 
Yep. Hey, girl. I totally, I totally feel that. If you if you have anything that you'd like to say uh, about the playoffs, um, please just request to be uh, speak, and, and we'll let you in and, and uh, hear what you have to say. Um, all right, so let me ask uh, Kasim and Tony this question. Um, Tito, by not – had the extra day, right, to give Bieber rest for an extra day – Decided not to play him, right? On top of that, there was a play. I don't know if you guys saw at first base, um, where the yeah, runner was completely it. safe. Safe, and, yeah. Where where Rizzo dove in, and yep. and you know replay on my TV could see that. Yeah. Um, why not challenge that? Why not start Bieber? Did did Tito mess up? Oh, ma- massively. And if I'm the GM, I'm just based on not starting Bieber, I'd fire his ass because I was so pissed this morning when I woke up and saw he wasn't the starter. There is no reason for him not to start that game. Yeah. Fired, fired or no fired, you're not going to fire Francona. But I'm going to tell you this. I do believe he's a free agent this year. Am I correct? Francona? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Okay. Yeah, he's the next manager for the Toronto Blue Jays. I think Mark Shapiro is going to go get him. Shapiro and him have a good friendship. They have a. That's uh, actually a really good call. Yeah, I think they they're they're they know each other, and Shapiro actually is the one that brought him to uh, Cleveland. Actually, <coughs> so I think I think Francona, I think he's going to go to Toronto. I think I'm just looking at it from uh, everything and everything of that ball ball club with the Toronto Blue Jays. I think Francona would be the. I think they need that veteran leadership. Francona would be the perfect guy for them. He could take him to the next level. He really can. Barnes, you hear uh, Kasim calling his shot here. I I love the call. I think it's great. I love that someone else is making the definitive answer. I actually, you know, I didn't necessarily agree that Francona would get fired, but I could see him getting moved. Yeah. Yeah, you can fire a man like that. I mean, it, listen, uh, he went he went with Chevelle. I mean, it happened. Um Listen, I mean, if he messed up this one, you know, it happens. And managers do mess up. But like I said, Boone, Boone cost us game three. I mean, this, like I said, this series should have been over right after, you know, like I said, a sweep or four games. They should have, they should have ended the Indians. I did it, like, my heart dropped when we went down two to one. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Garrett Cole. Oh, boy, let's see what he does on three days rest. The last time I checked, besides game one. He didn't fare well in Boston in a pressure cook situation. Now we're gonna see, and thank God he saved us. But Boone, his man—I always said Boone's a regular season manager. When it comes to the postseason, he, bro, he's a guy that can make your heart, blood pressure go up, make your heart beat, and you just like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, he messed up in he messed up in game three real bad, and almost yeah. caught the series. But okay, you, you had your mistakes. Learn from them. Let's go now. Now there's no room for error. And I'm telling you this as a Yankee fan, you know, Burns, same here. There's no there's no room for error against Houston. You messed up once. It, it happened with Seattle. They made their moves. It backfired. Robbie Ray, home run, Jordan Alvarez. Alvarez killed them. There's no room for error against this team. Uh, you mess up against the Astros, they're going to beat you. I mean, they're going to beat you real bad, too. So, you know, it's got to be it's got to be different. You got to score runs. You got to pitch. So, uh, yep. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You got to play a little small ball. You can't rely always on the home run. Steal bases the way you were doing it. Play good defense, which I like. 
Um, like I said, I got to see what the roster is going to be for next round. I know we just got to see how everything manufactures with in the Hicks in, uh, injury to Hicks. We'll see who's on the roster. Hopefully, LeMahieu can play. If he's healthy, I don't know. But Marinaccio's coming back and Montas. That's two big pieces to the bullpen. I like it. I still don't understand why I still don't understand why you guys keep putting Hicks on the roster. Hicks Hicks is horrible. I, I understand, but who else we're gonna I mean he's a backup outfielder. I yeah. mean that's he is. I mean La Castro, he's a guy you just bring him for speed. They had Mar they got Marwin Gonzalez now, but I don't know, it could change. Maybe maybe Peraza sees himself on this roster because IKF, my God. My God. His defense is just brutal to watch. I'd rather see Cabrera play short. Wow. So um, it, it seems like it's been a common theme. You know, we have Tito messing up big. I, I think I think this is just unexcusable in, in a game five situation where you don't start your best guy. You don't challenge a clearly outplay. Um, you mentioned Scott Service, who messed up, putting in Robbie Ray. The whole world. I don't know if you listened to our Sunday night pod, Kasim, but the whole world. I mean, you could just sense that the Astros were going to win that game. As soon as you saw Robbie Ray coming in, I was like, this game is over. I sensed Astros, it too. I sensed Astros, right, right yeah. Robbie Ray came in. I was like, it's my over. heart. And I saw it right before it happened. I'm like, Jordan Alvarez is going to hit the game with a home run. And it happened. Yeah. You just knew something was going to happen. Um, On the plus side, though, with, with Francona and Service both making – horrible decisions in the postseason. Brandon Hyde is now the officially going to be the manager of the year. Yeah. Well, so, but with the manager of the year, which I hope Brandon Hyde is because he definitely deserves it. But uh, I think they take only the, the regular season into account. Because yeah. um, I, I, I had this discussion last year with um, another guy from our, our, our podcast, Derek, and um, because I never thought Kevin Cash should have been the manager of the year last year. I mean, he gets to the postseason, but then he loses quickly all the time. Yeah. Like, why does why should he get deserved to be manager of the year? He, he 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 can't manage in the postseason because the Rays just aren't built for a, a postseason. They're built for the single season, kind of like what Kasim was saying earlier. Um, but uh, along the lines, you know, Kasim said Boone messed up. In game three, which is correct, and uh, if you think about it, in the, for the Cardinals series, Oli Marmol uh, took out Quintana when he was dealing, and that's you know lost game one, and then the Phillies won game two. Like to me, the Braves really like you know I talked to like we're talking about you know like every series. To me, the Braves didn't mess up. The Braves just got beaten. That's it. Yes. Brian, uh, how you say his last name? I'm sorry. The manager for the Braves. Uh, Brian Snicker? Yeah, Snicker. Like, he didn't do no mistakes. They just got beat. Now, he Dave was. Roberts? Yep. That's another issue. He messed up. It cost him. It cost him. Against the Padres. Mm-hmm. It cost him. Um, well, also, you know, I think Buck Showalter, he didn't make a mistake. I think Showalter, they just got beat by the Padres. That's, that's yeah. exactly Happened. You had three other best pitchers, and they Scherzer got Scherzer didn't do it. it yeah. was that was all Scherzer. Exactly. I mean, Showalter didn't make a mistake. He had three of his best pitchers. He knew that they were going to go in that series, and they just got beat, just like the Phillies beat the Braves. But Roberts, Boone, 
uh, now Francona, um, service, you know, th- there was mistakes, but you know, you, like I said, you learn from it, but well, as long as we're talking about managers who get to the postseason, why doesn't anybody ever want to talk about Dusty Baker? He's a great, he man. gets to the, he gets to the world series all the time and never wins. Um, he only, he went to the world series with the giants, never went with the Cubs. And when did he go with the Astros? Or no, did- I thought that no. Well, what I'm saying is, is like you know, he gets these good teams, like he did with the Cubs. He tried to get the Cubs there, but even with the Giants, he lost. But every time I see him in the postseason, he's not winning. That's not his fault, to be honest with you. He, he, he well, I'm just saying he's never won the big, the big thing. Like even back in the Steve Bartman days with the Cubs, you know. Yeah, I mean. I remember 2002, I was rooting for the Giants real hard because I wanted Barry Bonds to win a ring. Um, you know, Russell Ortiz pitched a hell of a game. I know he took him out, but that bullpen was very good. And the bullpen blew up. I'm not going to play. Yeah. Uh, 2003 with the Cubs, it wasn't his fault. Uh, the pitchers, they pitched, they pit, but, you know, that one incident, I'm not going to blame Bartman for how any fan would have right. also. Absolutely. But after that, after that, everything fell apart. The error by Alex Gonzalez. Uh, pa, pa, Mark Pryor couldn't get nobody out. Uh, it just you know everything fell apart. He did it with the, um, you know the Cincinnati Reds, the Washington Nationals, and now yeah. the Astros. I mean, he has a great track record. It just sometimes I don't blame it all on Dusty. Just sometimes I think he always runs into the wrong teams. That's what I believe from what I've seen. Yeah. That's that's just me, you know. And yeah, I, I just I get frustrated because I want to see I want to see Baker win a ring, and it just never seems to happen. I love to see him win a ring, but not with the Astros. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I am. I'll be good if the Astros don't win another World Series. <laughs> Tony Clark, you're a big Baltimore fan, right? Yeah, I'm a diehard baseball fan, but I've been an Oriole fan since 1982. When you get Carlos Correa, we'll talk more because you guys are going to get him. Yeah, I'm um, I'm pretty much convinced of that, and I'm just hoping to get a number one starter as well. Yeah, you guys. And then I'll be happy. Then I'll be happy. You guys are in the right position and everything. I'm gonna give Baltimore credit. I was hoping you guys would have made the playoffs. It would have been a great story. I think you guys are gonna you're gonna have to spend some money. I'm just hoping people can come to Baltimore. That's all. If we could get Correa and Degrom, I'd be ecstatic. Poof. That's a tall order. <laughs> you got to convince money. those guys to go there. That's the they, thing. They well, Correa already almost came last year. Yeah, so they'll they'll go back at them this year. And I think, it just look, they got a great team, great young team, but you know they haven't spent like in ten years. So let them spend some money. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, but I'm happy for you guys. I really am. You know, I'm not that because I'm a Yankee fan. I hate Baltimore. No, 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 no. I root for teams. I love the game. And I love what they're doing. I really do. I respect your, your young guys. They gotta, but I just don't. What's his name? Hyde, your man. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think he's gonna be there for the long haul. That's my opinion. Yeah. The long haul, as when yeah. this really takes that next step, I just don't know if he's gonna be the manager. That's it. You know, I can see that. I could see him being like a uh, Buck Showalter. Buck Showalter goes into clubs, fixes them up, and leaves, and then they win a World Series. Look at the Diamondbacks. Look at the Yankees. I mean, you know, I just uh, – and I wouldn't – you know, I'm, I'm sure any manager can manage that kind of young team, but um, we'll see what happens. Wow. 
A lot of cool stuff today, guys. Um, Barnes, what's what's up? Haven't heard from you in a minute. You all right? Oh, man. I'm, it's been a whirlwind of a storm here at my house uh, <laughs> with, with the newborn. I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. But then, listen, for the most part, I agree with pretty much everything y'all have discussed. The, uh, you know... Uh, I just got news that Tyone is like Boone just said Tyone's gonna pitch tomorrow, yeah. and like yeah, I gotta assume he's gonna be on a short leash. Tyone after what after what you've seen from the bullpen, no, he has to be on a long leash. I mean, yeah, well, no, he, he needs to be. Yeah, but right. I think he I like I want to be like you gotta figure you, you gotta win one of these games in Houston. You can't let him just sweep you here. Like yeah. you can't let him go two and zero in Houston, and I mean it's like oh like, are you hoping that you get that in game two with like Severino on the mound? Yeah, Severino's gonna go game two, but I think they're gonna go Tyone and then they're gonna go Domingo Herman tomorrow. They're gonna have to use somebody. Domingo Herman exactly. Montas gonna be available, and uh, like you know he's not gonna be a starter, but he's gonna be out of the bullpen. Now, now here's my question. I'm just yeah. to field the scenario, is say. The Astros go up like six nothing by like the fourth inning. Oh boy! Do you do you just scrap that game and just go? All right, Tyone and Herman just finish it out. Like we're not using yeah. any of our guys. Yes, and you just call it a wash. And because yep. I think that's the right move. I don't think Boone's that intelligent. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. And it's like he'll bring in Clark. He'll bring in Clark Schmidt when it's seven nothing. Yeah. Go. You know who we need? We need to bring in IKF. We need to, um, and, and it's it hurts because I've actually overall I've you know if you listen back to old podcast episodes I've actually been like hey IKF was solid I don't think he was great I also think that the Yankees have been spoiled with their shortstop play for a number of years but yeah I I think that Oswaldo Cabrera stepping in to play short was was the move now it's yeah. like hey like with Hicks and I heard Kasim I heard you address this yeah. you know if 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 Hicks gets ugly like say it's ugly yeah. do you go back and put that in the left yes Cabrera in left and then no. like, do you ride or who are you put in left to, no I'm trying to find a way to get Matt Carpenter in the lineup we're going to need him uh, yeah, yeah Carpenter is much more valuable but see, this is where DJ LeMahieu comes in. I don't know where if LeMahieu is going to be on the roster or not. I'm just saying this is where he comes in, because to be honest with you, my gut feeling is they're going to go back with IKF at short and Cabrera and left with Judd and Vader and Judd. But if I can find a way to get if LeMahieu is not on this roster, if he is, LeMahieu is going to be in that lineup. But if he's not, if he's not, my 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 thing is that. My thing is that I'm trying to maybe put Stanton in left, and really try to get Matt Carpenter in that in that lineup from top to bottom. I think that'll be uh, Carpenter's back could be big in Houston in this Houston series. I really believe it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You know, obviously Carpenter has shown that he's willing to do whatever, and he's played left during the regular season, and so it's not necessarily new. Obviously, he's coming off the the IL, and he hasn't seen many reps out there. You know what I mean? So that's the, that's the only thing that like worries me a little bit, but you know Carpenter, he's a veteran. He knows what he's doing. Like he knows what it's like. I shouldn't say he necessarily knows what he's doing. And left, I mean, I 
his arm strength is suspect out and left, yeah. but you know, and that's ultimately why I think they might go the IKF at short route. Yeah, but Cabrera on left has been shaky too, man. I mean, you know, he blew that fly out. Um, he blew that fly out in game three, so he's been he's been uh, shaky out in left field. But I mean, I mean, Ben Attendee, it looks like he's not going to be back. Uh, they're saying that he has pain. He was supposed to be a big acquisition if they got to the ALCS, and now he's he's on a setback, and that hurts. But listen, I just I gotta find out what's you know what's tomorrow's plan, who's on the roster, and then I can figure out everything from there. Because right now we don't know who's on the roster yet. They're celebrating as we speak. Yeah, so. they had they had me on a New York Yankee podcast on YouTube for a channel called Big Blue in the Bronx before the series started, and my two keys to the uh, series for me for the Yankees were Bader and Rizzo and Bader showed up. Thank God. I mean, Bader, I I think Bader is really talented and I think he's a definite benefit to that organization. Yeah. He's a great center fielder, which I like. I I, I watched him in St. Louis. It just, I guess if he gets a full-time position playing center field, you know, his, his bat is not that bad to be honest with you. Hey Luke, you hear that? We got people who are agreeing that the Yankees getting Bader was a good thing. Sorry, guys. That we have a guy on our team who has been like pooping on the Yankees, like, oh, they shouldn't have traded Montgomery for Bader. He's also a Red Sox fan. Yeah, but you know, like, these yeah, people, he, they, the Yankee, like I said, I at the time everybody questioned the trade, but at the time I, I even said it. The Yankees center fielder. They're not looking just for this year. They're looking for next year. Montgomery's going to be a free agent after next year. He has Scott Boris as his client. And every time Montgomery pitched, he was average. He never got no run support every time he pitched well. So, to be honest, it made sense. Yes, it might. He, not he did really good in St. Louis, though. No, he did, and it's going to be perfect for him in St. Louis. And I'm, I'm happy for him. It's just, look over here with New York. He, he was just, and I'm a big fan of Montgomery. I didn't want him to leave, but you know, it is what it is. He, every time he pitched, he never got no run support. A lot of people have to understand it. He just, it was the same thing over and over. And you know the Yankee pitching staff. Uh, there's certain things that I want him to throw, just like Sonny Gray or anybody else. They don't want to throw certain pitches. You know, in St. Louis, they're known for pitching. They got one of the best pitching coach. They're good. That ballpark is good for them. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be shocked if Montgomery succeeds over there. Just He was a free agent after next year with Scott Barson's client. So if you can get something for return, we got something in return. We got Bader, and it's showing. All right, guys. Yeah. What do you got, Barnes? Yeah, no, the last thing was just going to be, I know before this series started, was a lot of fans, were once they saw Hicks on the lineup, they were like, well, what about Peraza? Is there a, a world where we could see Oswald Peraza make this Yankees lineup or roster for the uh, the CS? What do you think, real quick? I do. I mean, I could see it if Marwin Gonzalez is off the roster. That's the way I only. That's the only way I see it. Tony, you got anything for that for Peraza? I just I, I I'm still baffled why the Yankees aren't using him. That's no. just that's just my thing. I think that uh, it's a major drop the ball scenario, and it's been that way ever since they called him up. Uh, Doug, anything on Peraza? Him making the roster or not? Um, not too smart on him. So I'll you know take the input from you guys and uh. I'll, Sounds good, so I'll agree with it. 
Yeah, I, I definitely see a narrative where he makes the roster for the CS. I think he could and should be there. Obviously, DJ is going to take priority, and obviously, we'll just have to wait for the injury situation. So, but I like the kid. I think he's got a lot of talent. You know, he just. I think his problem why he didn't make the divisional roster was he traditionally only plays second and short. And they went with Marwin and Hicks for a little bit more depth and Cabrera for a little bit more depth and versatility. So, but yeah, that's all I got really. All right, guys. Um, Real quick. uh, I'm assuming that Kasim and Barnes are going to pick the Yankees to win. Uh, But how many games? (laughs) (laughs) Tony, who you got in the ALCS? Astros in five. Okay. I'll take Astros in six. Go ahead, Burns. Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to take Yankees in – I'm going to take the Yankees in six. Wow. I got the Yankees in seven. All right. Um, oh, yeah, the other series. It, it should be – no, if it starts tomorrow, if it starts on Wednesday. So, hey, when we do this on Tuesday, we'll be pretty close to seeing seeing the end of that series. Um, so, so, so I hope you guys definitely join me again, uh, join me in Barnes again next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Um, Did you pick the National League? Oh, yeah, the National League. Uh, what, what we got, guys? Which, by the way, is starting right now. Uh, the Phillies and the Padres in San Diego. Um, Barnes, who you got? Uh, I'm going to take the Padres in. In uh, man, this is tough. I'm going to take the Padres in six as well. Go ahead, Tony. You know this is going to surprise even myself, but I'm going to take the Phillies in seven. Doug. Oh man. Uh, I'm taking the Phillies in five. Wow. That's the shocker. That's a hot take, but yeah, I think both series go to distance. I'm going to give the edge to the Padres. You know, I've been, I've been, you know, even, even last week, I'm not giving the Phillies a chance. So I'm just going to go, I'm just going to turn the brain off and be like, the Phillies are probably the Cinderella story. The Phillies are the Braves of last year. So I'm just, I'm just going to stop fighting it and uh, accept that it's probably going to be the Phillies. I mean, if they win. And we root against them. They just say, suck it and win. <laughs> I think I, it's not going to be a shock if they win. I just, yeah. the edge, the edge, pitching staff and uh, bullpen, um, I'm gonna, uh, th- that's my edge for San Diego. That's why. I'm just yeah. looking at all of the, you know, uh, all the matchups and everything. I just, my edge for the pitching seven bullpen is what gets San Diego um, to advance to the World Series. All right. So uh, we're kind of split. Well, we're, yeah, we're, we're split half and half for both. So that'll be fun. All right, guys. Um, I hope you guys join me back here on – I hope you join me and Barnes back here on Tuesday. Uh, next Tuesday we'll see who's um, – you know, where we stand. Uh, as this series gets underway, the NLCS in San Diego. Um, thank you guys for joining. Uh, you can re-listen tomorrow when it gets put up on bleacherbrawls.com, everywhere where you can find your podcast. Along with bleacherbrawls.com, you can also find all of our old podcasts archived if you want to go back and listen. 
We're on YouTube and here on Twitter. Tony, thank you for joining us. Uh, no problem. Glad we got an Orioles, a fellow Orioles fan in here. Kasim, as always, thank you like, uh, for joining. You you know a lot and you know what you're talking about, and we appreciate you having, having it, me on here. I didn't even know you guys were doing a recording today. I really didn't know. You know what? That was my fault. I totally forgot, and we didn't put it up. Uh, but we will put it up on Twitter, and I'll uh, I'll tag you and Tony so that you guys know. Yeah, please do because I I only found this because I just got done watching the game and I was smoking a cigarette and I logged into Twitter and it popped up. All right, so yeah, next uh, Monday or Tuesday morning, I'll put it up next Monday, uh, so you guys know, and uh, hopefully you guys come back. All right, Barnes, anything else? No, Kasim, Tony, hope to hope to see you guys next week. Uh, anyone else who's listening? Is uh, and uh, Kasim Tony obviously, and anyone else who's listening, share with a friend, bring yeah. someone here. We love chatting with everyone. I actually kind of like literally just enjoyed listening to you guys talk, and I just sat back, so I love it. Go Yankees! Oh, Yankees, Give us Houston, let's bang the trash can, baby! Hell yeah, let's throw it out by next week. <laughs> <laughs> Swift, uh, I see you, you uh, requested, but we're actually ending now, so if you'd like to come back and speak your mind next Tuesday, please do. All right, guys, have a great night and we'll see you. Thanks for joining. Later.